job these days, and uh, it takes a lot of commitment, and we love you and appreciate uh, you for all that you do. All right, if you're here this morning, you're visiting with us, first time, first time in a long time on this Mother's Day Sunday, you got to raise your hand nice and high so we can find you. We have a, uh, we have a visitor's packet for you, and we want to get that to you this morning. If you're visiting with us first time, first time in a long time, or if you just never got a visitor's packet before uh, and you'd like to have that, so raise your hand nice and high. And then if you need a prayer card, our ushers have prayer cards for you. If you need a prayer card, raise your hand nice and high. I know some of you get them on your way in. That's good. Uh, if, you, if you need a pen or if you need the prayer card and the pen both, raise your hand. We'll get it to you. All right, just a couple of things to announce. Uh, uh, youth group uh, and uh, is Tuesday, 6.30 to 8.30 as always. Uh, May the 20th is Young Adults Bible Study in the Fellowship Hall. Uh, and then May 21st is a WMU meeting at 6 o'clock. Uh, and then there's some other stuff that's on its way and it's in the bulletin and you be sure and get it and pick it up. The main thing I want to announce this morning is I, I'm very, very sorry that it didn't get in the bulletin. It, uh, it is evidently my fault that I didn't pass it on and get it in there. It was actually supposed to have been in there last week and this week, but there'll be no choir practice tonight and no evening service, okay? So uh, there's no evening service this Mother's Day Sunday night. Uh, we have so many people that go away uh, on Mother's Day and they can't that physically it's not possible for them to get back in time for the evening service. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, we've watched the Sunday uh, evening services be so sparse uh, on Mother's Day on Sunday night that we thought we'd just give everybody a break. So wherever you're going for Mother's Day afternoon, you can spend the whole afternoon and evening there. You don't have to worry about rushing back to get to Nottingham for choir practice or church or any of that uh, this, this Mother's Day night. So spend the whole evening with your mom or your wife and your ch kids and whatever you need to do. Just uh, enjoy it today uh, and uh, we, we won't be back. I think we will be back on Father's Day, though. Father's Day doesn't get quite the high ranking. Did you notice that? that Mother's Day gets. I'm not sure exactly why that is, but it's not ranked quite as high up there, uh, you know. But uh, anyway, so we will do that. And, uh, and then uh, I, I want to mention this. Remember my wife and I in prayer. We're going to ask the ushers to come forward for our regular Sunday morning tithes and offerings you give as the Lord directs. I know he'll bless you for it. I did see last week's building fund offering, and it was excellent, and I appreciate that. Praise God for everyone that gave uh, toward the building fund. That's every first Sunday. We have an awful lot we need to do, so all of that giving matters. Uh, and this is for our tithes and offerings this Sunday morning. Pray for my wife and I. Uh, we are, yes, we are road weary. We had a busy spring already planned. And then, of course, you know my brother-in-law uh, was in a bad automobile accident. We had to go out to Texas for about a week or a little longer, and, uh, and that took time away. And uh, then we had all these other things planned, and uh, it's caused us to be very, very busy. And we have one more week left, and then we're home all summer. Uh, we leave tomorrow to go down. We're going to meet the team uh, in Honduras. Uh, and you say, Preacher, are you really excited about going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm real, real excited about going this time. I, I am, I, I am looking forward to it, but I got to tell you, I'm, I'm tired, and I'd really like to just uh, stay home. So the week after we get back, uh, the lights will be off, and, the, and all the shades will be down at the parsonage, and you will not know whether we're home or not, because if you knock on the door, we, we, we're not going to answer it. <laughs> so... Just so you'll know, yeah. Don't the phone will be off, so it's just it's not going to work. Brother Kirk, uh, you lead us in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day, Lord. We thank you for the beautiful weather you've given to us this morning, God. I pray that you would uh, be with the service this morning, Lord. Be with the one who stands to preach, Lord God. That we would just uh, just listen and focus, God, for just you know an hour, forty-five minutes, whatever it would be, Lord, that we can focus in on you. Learn more about you, worship yes, you here yes, this morning, God, as, as, as we need to do. Uh, Father, we thank you for this uh, offering, Lord. Bless it into the furthering of your kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. It's 355. 
tell of his excellent greatness. Him praise him ever in joyful song. Praise him, praise him, Jesus our blessed Redeemer. For our sins he suffered and bled and died. He our rock, our hope of eternal salvation. Good to see everyone here on Mother's Day, and uh, we uh, are just want to welcome all of our mothers and say how much we appreciate all of you. There is a gift in the back for every mother that is here, so we want to make sure that you get that gift uh, and let us let you know that we appreciate you from Nottingham Missionary Baptist Church. We also have some flowers in the windows, and we do this every year, uh, and we have more than just these flowers in the windows. We've got these flowers here. What about those two over there? Those two over there? And then in the back, there's th three more or four more? She's got lots of flowers, all right? So, 15. 15 flowers that we're going to give away. We probably should just let my mom come and do this, but we're not going to do that. So, what we want to do first is the mother that's here with the youngest baby. So if you're here and you have a baby that is under a year old, would you stand up? A baby that's under a year old. All right. All right. We got two babies that are under a year old. Anybody else? Good. We, you both get a flower. Let's give them a nice big round of applause. Look at those beautiful babies. Then I was wrote... I was told to write this one like this, the most mature mother here. Right. That's the way I was supposed to put this on here. So, so much fun. Where shall I start? Up to me. Oh, if you're a mother here this morning and you are 75 and older, would you stand up? Mother here, and you're 75 or older. All right. All right. That's a lot of moms. Let's give them all a nice big round of applause. All, wait, no, stay, stay, stay standing. Stay standing up. Hold on. Stay standing up just for a moment. So let's, let's go 76, 77. 78 you all get all y'all get a flower all right seven yep all right thank you very much make sure that y'all get a flower all right all right and then the mother with the most children all right we're gonna start at 10 if you've got 10 or more children
Nancy, you get a flower, all right? That doesn't seem appropriate. <laughs> but you get a flower today. What a, well, how about this also? If you have six or more children, stand up. All right. Behind me. All right. If you have seven or more children. All right. Ms. Boyle, you get a flower as well. All right. Let's give her a nice big round of applause. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's all that's on my categories. If, uh, so you make sure that you get a flower and let's worship the Lord this morning. Daryl, come around. in the car and it was just me and Bella and she looks at me and she says hey what are your dreams all right that's what I thought I thought it was a funny question I'm like I thought I was past the point of where I would have dreams <laughs> in my 40s you know what I'm saying um, but I wanted to give her an answer and I thought you know I put a little tried to think a little bit but then it I mean God just put it on my heart I said you know baby I, I guess I'm living my dream right now uh, to be quite honest with you, and ever since she had said that, God has just solidified that in my heart, yeah. that I'm blessed with an amazing wife that takes care of me. <laughs> if she, I'd probably be dead if she wasn't taking care of me the way she does. Um, wonderful kids who come to church without a fight, love Jesus, want to serve Jesus, I can't ask for anything more than that. Uh, just God has been good to me, better than I deserve. And, and this morning I got to thinking about that and thinking about Mother's Day, of course, and my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandparents, my grandmothers, and just the, the godly heritage that God has blessed me to be a part of. And, and that's, that just comes to my mind where much is given, much is required, and I just feel such a responsibility because of that. And um, uh, I'm just so thankful uh, for, for that, for the examples that have been in my life, my, my, my mothers, grandmothers, my, my dad, grandfathers. And, I'm, and if you're here this morning and you can testify to that, of a mother that has prayed for you, uh, a mother that has raised you up in church, uh, you should be thankful and consider yourself blessed, and you should praise God this morning because of it. And, and you might say, you know what, I, I just, I, I, I wasn't blessed with those things. I wasn't blessed with a mom that to do that, uh, that type of a heritage, and that's fine. You were here this morning, and you could start that heritage right now. You could start that type of uh, foundation for your family in the future to where uh, they're raised up in church and, and they're raised up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And, and that could be something for you right now. So if you were blessed enough to have parents, a mother that, that loved you and prayed for you, you should continue that tradition with your family. And, um, and if you haven't, you should start that right now. I, I, like I said this morning, I am just overwhelmed by the goodness of God in my life better than I deserve. And uh, there's just some songs God put on my heart, and this one of them, I am so blessed. And let's just praise God for His goodness uh, and how good He's been to us. what he's done start counting my blessings one by one i sure don't deserve all that he's done for me but i'll praise him forever through eternity
strife Jesus died on the cross just to show me his love He's building me a home in heaven above I am amazed that he take the time To give me such blessings that fill up my life God is so good, I cannot express stumble as I journey this way, but His mercies are new every day. His grace is sufficient for every trial. He amazes me more and more every mile. He gave me His Word and this precious old book. It speaks to my heart every time I look. He loves me and He helps me when I'm Such 
When the plans that I made, they all fall apart. When the future's unclear, and all that I can do is wait. Oh, there is a promise, and it's echoing in my heart. Turn with me, if you would, in your Bibles this morning to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter number 1. It's Mother's Day. 
I'm going to preach a Mother's Day message this morning and uh, ask the Lord to help us. And uh, I kind of have had this in my back pocket for a while. The Lord was using this passage of scripture for some other reasons, but also I was thinking about these things. Really all I want to do this morning is just kind of make some observation about Hannah and her her attitude toward the child that God gave her, uh, her attitude towards what God had done in her life. And I think it reflects the attitude that we should have towards our children as well. And so if you've found 1 Samuel chapter number 1, we're going to go all the way over to verse number 24. Verse number 24. And we're going to read those few verses at the end of chapter number 1. So if you found that, if you'd stand with me as we read the Word of God, let's honor His Word that way this morning. The Bible says, And when she had weaned him, and she's speaking of Samuel, when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. And they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as my soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. And he worshipped the Lord there. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity once again to open up the Word of God and just try to glean something this morning. We're thankful for uh, the day to celebrate mothers, our mothers, what they mean to us, the blessing that they have been to us. Dear God, we pray that this morning as we think about it from this scripture, from this of Hannah, a mother who prayed for this child, a mother that uh, gave this child back to the Lord. I pray, dear God, that we would see something that will help us uh, as we grow, help us as our, in our attitudes towards our children, in our attitudes as uh, as people who are looking to follow you with our whole life, with everything that we are, even the children that you've blessed us with. Dear God, I pray that you'd use it in a special way this morning. We love your word and we're thankful for it. In Christ's wonderful name we pray, amen. You may be seated. Maybe you're familiar with the story of Hannah, the birth of Samuel that we find here in 1 Samuel chapter number 1. Maybe you are, maybe you're not, but I'll just fill you in so that we give some context to our scripture. The Bible tells us here that there was a man uh, and his name was Elkanah and we, we learn about him and that he had two wives and one of them had children and one of them didn't. Hannah was the woman who didn't have a child. And as you read the story and as it goes, I'll let you go do that on your own if you would like, but this really bothered Hannah. And not only did it really bother Hannah, but the other wife of Elkanah would really, you know, would throw that in her face. I was going to use a big word, and I couldn't use it, so you, you got the picture, right? Uh, and, and bothered Hannah with the fact that she couldn't have children. And so this bothered Hannah, and every year as they would go to Jerusalem to make sacrifice and to, to worship, uh, Hannah would go and pray. And this one year specifically that we read here, she prays and she asks the Lord. And she says, Lord, if you will bless me with a child, then I will give that child back to you so that all the days of his life he could serve you. And as we see the story goes, she is blessed with that child. And here she has Samuel who is born to her. And she gives Samuel back to the Lord. What an amazing story that is. For one reason, if you understand who Samuel is, and you're going to read the next two books of the Bible, 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel, you will realize just how important this man is in the grand scheme of things in the nation of Israel and so many things that would go on. Not only that, but in that the world's really, the whole world is blessed because of the work of Samuel and the things that he did in his ministry 
as he ministered to Israel. And so we see this, and we see in these last verses her coming back and bringing Samuel to the Lord. Now, now that you have the idea of what's going on, and if you want to dive deeper into that, you most certainly can. But what I want to do this morning, just for a few moments, is I want to look at Hannah's attitude as it pertains to the child Samuel that she will have. And I want us to think about how we view our children, uh, how we look at what God has blessed us with and, and those different things. I think you understand what we're going to do, and it'll make better sense as I bring the points out this morning. The first one that I want to bring out, number one, right off the bat, is that children are a gift from God. I want to bring that point out, and you might, and I appreciate the amens this morning. A hearty amen ought to come from God's people. Amen? That children are a gift from God. And unfortunately, though, in our current society and culture, we do have to emphasize that point. And most of us in here would agree that that is a little bit sad that we have to do that. But I want to bring that point out nonetheless this morning, and I want to bring it to our minds in this way. Number one, I want to bring it into our minds in the fact that Hannah desired to have children. I believe and I understand that not everyone can and not everyone will. I understand that. There will be things like that. But I still think it's good for families to come together with the intention of raising children even though this world, you might say, oh, why would anyone bring a child up into a world like this? Well, I'll tell you what I will say. If you are a man and a woman who love each other and are honoring God with your life and are trying to live in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord and have a godly home, I want to tell you, that's a great world to bring a child up in that they would know the blessings and know the joy of having a mom and a dad that love them. Those things are wonderful. And all of this stuff that everybody talks about, about how bad the world is and all of this kind of stuff, I didn't grow up like that. Amen? And I know you might say, well, Mike, you, you're, you're not the norm or whatever. But you know what? I'm looking here in our church, and we've got families that are blessed and families that seek to love God. And guess what? It is still possible, even in the world that we live in, to have kids raised and love their families and know what it means to be blessed. It's possible. It's real. And guess what? It's a good thing for us to desire that and to have that gift from God and to also view it as the greatest blessing that God can give in our life to give us those children. I think it's important for us to look at that and understand it. I believe that it is a gift from God because it helps us to understand the divine nature of parental love inside of the family. There is nothing that teaches us more about how God loves us than the way that we love our children. It is absolutely next to God's heart. And it has been said many times over that there is nothing closer to divine love than a mother's love for a child. And so we see that it is this great gift that God has given us. And Hannah desired to have that gift from God. I'll tell you, and you can use all of the different things and illustrations that would go right in here and you can make them. But I understand for young moms and for young families that the days get hard and when there's many children, there's lots going on. And I'm thankful that most of those days are about over in my life. I'll just be honest. I'm thankful. I'm telling you what, I am finding real quick that grandparent life is fitting me just fine. Get that baby. Love that baby and give it right back. I think it messed its diaper. You're going to want this back. Here you go. It's wonderful. Amen. It's wonderful. But no, it gets long and it gets hard. But these children are a gift from God. They're a treasure that have been brought into our home. That they, that they would shine forth and also know the glory of being the image of Christ themselves. As we watch them realize that, 
of who they are. And man, I'm already getting to the end because I want to get there. And who they belong to. Who the, whose they are. Who has really named them. Mm. We give them names. But one day they realize a heavenly father has given them a name as well. And he's called them before they even took a breath. Mm. He knows everything about them. And if they have had a mom and a dad that love them, they can trust in the love of a heavenly father as well. And man, what a gift that's been given as we watch them grow. They are a gift from God. I've almost kind of preached my second point, but that's okay. Number one, they're a gift from God. Number two, we are given a great responsibility in raising these children. It is Mother's Day, and it kind of goes towards the mothers, but it goes for parental as well. It kind of goes into both. Isn't it amazing how God works on this fashion very often? In that He places in our hands these huge responsibilities. And it's, it's true. We see this, and, and I, don't, I want to paint this illustration just quickly, but the gospel has been entrusted with us. You realize that? The salvation of the world and the salvation of mankind has been entrusted to the Christian believer. The very souls of every person on this planet has been entrusted to the church that Jesus Christ left here. He has given us that responsibility. And he asks us to go out and preach the gospel and take it and to tell people far and wide. And just in the same fashion that we see all throughout the word of God, that God loves to create this amazing and beautiful thing that is a, an, a, 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 a description, that is a picture of his love and shows forth his kindness and his mercy, but then he places it in your lap and says, you make it work now. Isn't that amazing? We are given the responsibility of raising these children. And we are given all types of commandments from the Word of God on how to raise them, are we not? Hmm. Yeah. Being faithful, teaching them the Word of God, giving it to them so that they could learn it and bind it in their own heart, so that they would learn from the Scriptures. And we see that all throughout the Old Testament, that you bring this and you pass this down, and you give them this Word, uh, and it'll make them strong, and it'll make them powerful, and it will make them uh, uh, happy and blessed, and it will do so many things. And this responsibility is placed on us. And what are we going to do with it? We are going to teach them what to care about. We are going to teach them what to value. It doesn't always work like this, but it works like it a lot. The things that a mom and dad care about are the same things that the kids care about too. And it's been given to us this great responsibility that he places us that we would bring these children up. I encourage you this morning, moms, be faithful to bring them up in the house of God and in the ways of God. Let them know of the word of God from this place, but also from the home as well. They should know what it means to hear their parents living their life according to the word of God. They should know what it means to live in a home that places the utmost importance on the things of God. That those things are brought to life. We're given that responsibility. I'm going to move along quickly because I got more than three points this morning. Number three, we see from this passage of Scripture as well that we are to give them back to God. That's the tough one, isn't it? He has placed in us and given this great responsibility, given us this great desire of our heart. We've seen the great blessing that comes from it, and now it is called upon us to hand them back to Him. Let Him do with them whatever He wants to do. I don't know about you, but there's quite a few things in this passage of Scripture that I find striking. 
Number one, I find striking that Hannah bargains with God. Kind of always heard that you shouldn't do that, right? But she did it. And God blessed it, didn't he? I'll tell you, the Lord is an amazing, he's amazing. I don't know all of his ways, but I know that what she desired was a good thing. The other thing that I know about her bargain, it was already inside of the design of God anyway. Because <laughs> she said, if you give him to me, I'll give him back. And God's like, that's what I want anyway. But also I noticed from this passage of scripture, and I remember this from being very young and reading and hearing this story in Sunday school. And I remember, and I'm blessed, I'm thankful that, that I have heard these the word of God from, from when I was little. Man, I'm thankful for that. But I remember being very young and hearing this story and coming to this part where the Bible says, in, it, in verse number 24, it says, And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her. She takes him back to the house of God somewhere between the age of three and five. That's kind of sad, isn't it? I'm not sure if there's a mom in here that would give up a baby between three and five, right? It's kind of hard for some of you moms to give them up at 25, right? It's tough, isn't it? And I remember going and being like, this is kind of harsh. It's a harsh passage of scripture here. But Hannah understood that this child was not hers anyway. The wording that, she, that, that is used later on when she says this, therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. We get the idea that she's saying, well, God, I'm letting you borrow him. But what she's really saying is, is you let me borrow him. He was yours anyway. I'm just bringing him back because you asked. I'm bringing back what you asked for. He is theirs, our children, right? We should be raising them to give them back to Him. It should not only be on our mind, but it should be on their mind as well. There is a song that I keep listening to over and over and over. The title of it is, I Am Not My Own. It says, I am not my own, I belong to the Lord. I shared it with several different people and someone shared back and said, I want my kids to hear that song over and over and over. And as they shared that with me, I thought what a wonderful truth that should be in there that we would, we would sing those scriptures into our children's life so that they would know that I'm not holding on to you and you shouldn't hold on to your own life because just as when I lose my life, I find it just in the same way when I give my children back to God, I find the greatest joy in those children. That's number four. This is the greatest blessing. I think it's no coincidence this morning that Mrs. George is here with us this morning. Mrs. George was one of my teachers in school. And it's a blessing to have her with us this morning. And you know what? She used to read, this was already in my notes, Mrs. George. She used to read 3 John, verse number 4, all the time to us. I have no greater joy than to know that my children walk in truth. You remember reading that to us, Mrs. George? She's nodding her head. She read that all the time to us. And I still remember it to this day that she would share that with us and say, it's my goal as a teacher here, not to teach you science, because I didn't learn any science. Sorry, Mrs. George. But I did learn that. That she was going to take great joy to know that we were walking in truth. Daryl has already expressed it this morning, that boy, there is no greater joy than to know that our children walk in truth also in Psalm 127 verses 4 through 5 he says this is one of my favorite verses as arrows are 
in the hands of a mighty man. So are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with his enemies in the gate. Boy, we have been entrusted with a great job, have we not? Then I also look at this passage of Scripture, and I'm almost done, I promise. I also see Hannah's results. What is her result, Samuel? Three quick things about Samuel. They'll be quicker than those, I promise. Number one, Samuel heard the voice of God. I want my children to hear the voice of God. That's what we're trying to raise. I also know that Samuel anointed King David. Through King David, all of the nations of the planet have been blessed. Through King David came the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Samuel's work as a prophet was unprecedented in the kingdom of God. Now, I might not raise a Samuel. He might not have great fame or have books written about him. But I do believe that if he leads men and women, boys and girls, to Jesus Christ, that his work is unprecedented in the kingdom of God. I want to raise kids like that. Moms, let's raise kids like that. He was a blessing to people everywhere. I debated whether to put this in my notes, but I'm going to put it anyway. She raised a son that was a blessing and not a burden. We want our kids to come back and be a blessing and not a burden. And I'm just going to leave you with that. Daryl, let's get a hymn together. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word is truth. Dear Lord, as we come in on Mother's Day and we're thankful for what you've done in our lives and what we see so often in the mothers that have raised us. We see in this passage of Scripture a high standard. We see in this passage of Scripture, I believe in an, an ideal. Dear God, maybe we've fallen short. Maybe we haven't made it to that ideal. Dear God, where we have been unfaithful, would you prove yourself faithful? Where we may have come up short, would you honor the prayers of a praying mother and find that blessing, find that work that we couldn't do anyway? Would you help us, God, to strive to be better in what we do for you? Dear God, we are thankful for the testimony of Hannah in the Word of God. We are thankful for the life of Samuel. May we strive to be very similar. Lord, we love you. Be with this invitation. Do whatever you need to do this morning. In Christ's wonderful name we pray. Amen. As we stand and sing, what shall we sing? How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all. Shame.
sin that 